everybody, Josh Sigurdsson of World Alternative Media here, and we are joined by Rick LaBelle of Atlas Salt International. And today we are going to be talking about salt, and it's a very interesting subject, so hang with us because there is actually a lot to go into here today. But first of all, thank you very much for joining us, Rick. Thank you, Josh. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Now, considering salt is one of the world's first uh, currencies, hence the word salary, uh, it's worth talking a bit about the economic woes we are seeing today. Inflation continues to run hot and supply chain issues continue to concern many people. Uh, how much of an opportunity do you think uh, commodities are in general to someone's portfolio right now? So I think it's a, a stock picker's dream. Myself, this is my opinion only, I would not be buying a basket of commodities. I think you need, you need to pick and choose, for instance, products that we can't do without. Um, uh, potash, uranium, salt, for instance, uh, where a recession, um, um, trade barriers or whatnot, would not affect it. It's it's uh, it, those are the three commodities that I like right now, and that's what I tell my kids to buy: the uh, you know base metal, coal. I'm not too sure. I think I think it's up to uh, the viewers to choose themselves. But um, but I would be I would be picking I would be stock picking, not the whole basket. Again, products that people use every day and that they can't do without. Absolutely. Now, in the United States, we have seen uh, shortages in many commodities because of a reliance on heavy overseas imports. Uh, clear cases are lithium, of which there is only one active mine. Well, I want to get into a little bit with you, uh, you know, uranium, in which there are no active mines, and salt, which relies a lot on imports from Chile, uh, North Africa. Um, can you talk about the supply chain problems the United States may face in light of what's happening in the world today? Uh, with China and Russia, obviously, a big part of the equation. we got BRICS going on. We have wars. We have all sorts of issues, uh, climate policies, et cetera. Sure. So um, in my opinion, I think trade barriers are, are, are going to come up. You know, it's uh, more so than in the last 10 years or so. Mm -hmm. The um, and security of supply has become paramount. Um, uh, uh, we are going to have to get accustomed on finding alternative feed for our industries, um, for our homes, and for ourselves. And that that includes we may have to pay a little bit more for some products that 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 we can't do without. I I there is going to be some softening in in some products, uh, specifically base metals, for example. That's yeah. my thoughts because that's going to China. China is uh, making a finished product with the base metal that we're supplying them. And, um, and we're not gonna be buying as many goods uh, it's, um, in, in a foreseeable future, that is. Mm. Well, what are the biggest challenges facing uh, the North American resource sector right now? And is government part of the problem or is it part of the solution? I usually uh, know the answer to that question, but what do you think? Yeah. Um, People, for instance, we have uh, uh, in North America, my understanding is we have 30 to 40,000 people short, uh, miners, that is. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we have not done a good job for succession planning, for training new entrants into the workforce. Mm -hmm. We have not done, and I say we, it's industry and government, by the right. way. It's Absolutely. not just government and it's not just us. Mm -hmm. And and that's, and there's not... 
we're just not saying that enough. It is we. Uh, yeah. We have not explained to the younger workforce uh, on on the trades, the opportunities in trades and welding and and uh, and uh, and sheet metals as a mechanic, uh, electricians, and and we just haven't built up uh, the importance of those careers and the opportunities in those careers. They get they get paid an awful lot of money. Yeah. It's it's uh, some of them are clearly. Uh, over six figures, and sometimes there's a there's a two in front. So, so um, we haven't done a good job to explain to the younger generation, Indigenous also actually, mm-hmm. and we haven't done a good job uh, bringing in women. You know, they are over fifty percent of the workforce, uh, and 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 they can do a lot of these jobs, and and. And make a whole lot more money than what they're making now. So it's mm. uh, we just haven't done a good job. Interesting. Well, there's obviously a lot of room for opportunity then. And uh, Rick, you've just been announced as the new CEO uh, for the company uh, Atlas Salt, which owns the largest undeveloped high-grade salt project in North America. So that's a, a major, major announcement. Salt as a commodity is fascinating, particularly in this inflationary environment. Uh, you've got quite a background in the mining sector with some rather huge accomplishments on the private equity side, especially. Uh, tell us more about Rick LaBelle, who are you and what have you done? Yeah, so I'm a fourth generation underground miner. Um, my kids, I have three girls, two of them are in mining. They are trailblazers on their own. They're, they're, they're nationally recognized. Um, I love to build mines. You know, some people have Lego sets and some people play video games. I like to build mines and I like something to that's actually business. productive. <laughs> yeah, I like to build mines and I like to build businesses, and yeah. this is, you know, right up my alley. It's it's a world class deposit in a world class region and area, yeah. with a, a a deep sea port, you know, right at the end of the uh, of the conveyor belt. So great off. Oh, and the timing. The timing is absolutely impeccable. The uh, most of the mines in North America are aging. They are they are they are old as heck, you know, and, 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 and we're going to introduce new technologies, uh, lower costs, um, uh, new types of equipment, green equipment, battery operated, so on and so forth. So. Oh, well, that's, that's amazing. And uh, salt is easily one of the most important uh, things in human history. People don't give it enough credit, honestly. And uh, sta- it's stable, recession-proof, generally, historically. People forget how many things contain it, uh, from road salt, medicine, food, obviously, and even potentially as a replacement for uh, lithium. Tell us about what sets Atlas Salt, apart from others in the salt industry, when you know we're looking at your projects and what you guys are doing, and it seems like you guys have still a, a lot to dig, a lot to a lot a lot of room to grow, despite already being as big as you guys are. Yeah. Well, your question is music to my ears. Let me be very clear. It's 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 shallow. It's a shallow deposit. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most uh, shallow. Uh, in the industry, it's absolutely huge. 30 years minimum mining um, by a deep sea port, high quality, uh, high grade, over 95% salt. Um, we're right, the region we're in, uh, uh, Canada and, and uh, Northeast USA, 
has a demand supply issue. Demand's outstripping supply by a significant amount. Um, and right now, that, that supply is actually coming from Africa and Latin America. Long lead times, um, security of supply is an issue. Um, uh, I, they haven't had any issues yet, but um, you know, a, 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 a boat from Africa or a boat from Chile takes a lot longer to get here than a boat from St. John's in New York. So it's, uh, and, you know, and it's the right time for us. Um, uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's not just the deposit and the location, it's the timing. Um, and that's, that's our story in terms. And I think what you're hitting on is um, there's an opportunity for some added value products, but Right, you know, a, a, a battery supply, a pharmaceutical, so on and so mm -hmm. forth. But there's such a demand in road salt, and and people think it's just road salt, but but it's actually keeping us safe, right? Like like when it's winter time up here or in the Northeast uh, U.S., uh, we don't let our kids or our family out until the salt truck passes by. Uh, it's what assures us that we get to work, home. Or to, or to the grocery store safely. We need salt, we can't do without it. And that's why we're excited. With everything that's happening in the world, recessions, whatever, right. we're still gonna need salt. And people are gonna pay more for it if they get salt uh, on time and you know at the right cost. So. Um, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a safety issue, and it's also a safety issue, not just with road salt, which is obviously incredibly important. I come from one of the, well, the coldest capital city in the world, Winnipeg, Canada, which is, you know, you hit, uh, when I tell people in the, so in the southern uh, United States or in Mexico or wherever I am in the world, uh, what temperatures it gets to there in the winter, they're shocked. And trust me, the amount of black ice on those roads, you don't want to be driving around, you're fishtailing everywhere, you're crashing. There's a lot of crashes that happen and it's extremely important, but also it's a safety issue with food too, because I mean, it's, it's electrolytes. It's a, it's a energy that keeps a person going on a day-to-day -day basis. It's, it's so underappreciated for something that people come across every single day of their life. So it's, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. And I, I do find it very interesting. And I always want to tell people, our viewers, uh, do your own due diligence. Um, you know, this is not investment advice. You, you have all the links in the description to get into and, and dig deeper on, but I'm always very interested to hear the insight from people who are in an industry that is actually producing something that people just often don't take as seriously as they should, because obviously going forward, you have one, the safety issue, two, you know, medicine, lithium uh, being possibly replaced by it and food and all this kind of stuff, but you also have opportunity going down the line. Um, so you're the CEO now of Atlas Salt, uh, which trades on the OTCQB as uh, REMRF and on Canada's TSX Venture as SALT, S-A-L-T. Uh, the president of your company, Roland Howe, is known as Mr. Salt for his role in turning the Godric Mines in uh, southern Ontario into the largest underground salt mine in the entire world. Um, tell us about the synergy between you and Mr. Salt. Sure. So Roland is a remarkable optimizer. You know, he's a serial up and he's always focused on improving a process, reducing time, uh, producing more product safely, that is, at a lower cost. And, and my background is building a mine. 
uh, and building a business. So I think that combination, you know, we are convinced will work out quite well. Our plan in the next you know, couple of years is to deliver a mine to Roland. Roland can help us optimize it just like he did at Compass. There's always little things you can do that can make significant improvements. He has that background, he has that knowledge. And the team that we're putting in place, you know, we're best known as building some of the best mines in the world. So that's the combination. You got a great operator like Roland, um, and you have a great team that knows how to build some of the best mines in the world. So that's the combination. Well, now as a new CEO, what what are what is your immediate game plan to drive share shareholder value, say in the in the short period rather than the macro period? So the first announcement uh, is going to be the feasibility study that I'm going to be involved with, and that's coming. That's just around the corner. That's going to be next next week or so. And your viewer your viewers need to take a good look at that. Um, I'm not making any recommendations other than read it carefully and uh, there's some interesting stuff so that's number one two is building the team i'm only a person you know and 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 so is roland but the team um, we have assembled the team uh we are dotting our eyes slashing our t's and that's my second announcement and that'll probably be uh in the next month or so and and i don't know if you're aware, Josh, but we have, well, I think we just talked about it at the beginning. We have such a shortage of people in this industry. It's, it's, it often, it often takes six months or a year to build a remarkable team. And we, yeah. we believe we're going to put that together within a couple of months. Wow. So that's amazing. Yeah. Well, so summed up in short, uh, why should viewers consider investing in Atlas Salt and, and why now of all times? Recession proof, can't do without the product. It's going to keep your family safe. And probably uh, we're probably going to get paid a premium for security of supply versus anybody else. And last and certainly not least, there's a distortion in the market. Demand is outstripping supply. We, we're in the right time. We have the right zone for the right time zone. So those are, those are the five elements. Absolutely. It's, it's always sad to be in a time where we see so many crises and all these things happening. But I always try to tell people it's in the darkest places that you find that light of opportunity, often uh, being in you know the aftermath of a lot of things that are happening in the world that none of us want to see. There is opportunity out there. There are ways to move yourself around it um, from just stocking up on salt because of the supply chain issues to actually looking at the companies, pulling it out of the ground. So I really appreciate you talking with us today. And uh, this is been an interesting insight into the the world of the salt industry because I know that we could go into it all day. There's a lot to get into with that, but it, it's it's interesting to be able to deliver this kind of message uh, to my audience uh, because it's not something that a lot of people are just talking about, but they're affected by it. And you know that's why I'm happy that you gave us that insight. Uh, where can people find more information on the company and uh, what are the tickers? The uh... <laughs> Um, you know, just Google us, just Atlas Salt. It's, it's uh, uh, the financial, uh, uh, the feasibility study is, is, uh, has been uh, put together by one of the world's largest engineering firms. Uh, 
Mm. Um, and it's coming out in the next seven to 14 days. And, and, and uh, there's going to be a, a, a lot of press and it's, it's interesting and uh, we're excited. Uh, but I'm hoping that, that, that your audience have reviewed the PEA because the PEA on its own stands quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, a feasibility study is a blueprint that, that, that lowers the risk profile. It gives uh, the viewer more assurance that, uh, that we know what we're doing and it, it describes the opportunity in greater detail, uh, significantly greater detail than a PEA. Oh, excellent. Well, I, I really do appreciate you uh, joining us today. We have links for the site in the description. And of course, we uh, urge people to go and check out that ticker again. Uh, not investment advice, do your own due diligence. And there's a lot of opportunity to do due diligence because all the information is out there um, on the OTCQB at REM. RF and on Canada's TSX Venture at SALT, S-A-L-T. Thank you very much for joining us today. This, uh, it's been a very interesting conversation. Rick LaBelle of Atlas SALT International. Uh, we hope to talk with you again soon.